The room was still. Only moments before he said, I am leaving you and where I'm going you cannot follow me now, but afterwards you will. Then Peter asked why and said, I will follow you anywhere. I will even lay down my life for you. Then, he said, no you won't. You will deny me three times before the rooster crows. Leaving us alone. Deny him not once, but three times. Yes, the room was very still. Still with the confusion of not understanding what he meant by leaving us, the embarrassment of hearing the truth of our shallow commitment, and our feelings of being abandoned. Still with our questions. Why would he say such things to us, now? Does it have to do with what he has been telling us about being lifted, about suffering at the hands of the chief priests and the scribes, and about this foot washing and being a servant? Why is he telling us to love one another as he has loved us? Why is he saying goodbye to us? Where is he going? When will we go after him? Yes, the room is very still. Do not be troubled in your hearts, he whispers. The quiet assuring voice meant calm and comfort like a mother's soft cooing to her frightened child. Do not be troubled in your hearts. Believe in God. Keep trusting God who hears your cries of anguish, your prayers of confusion, your tears of grief, who takes the burdens off your shoulders, frees the basket from your worn hands and rescues you from despair and distress then takes you to a place of milk and honey. A place of peace and abundance where the Lord is always present. Keep trusting God who has sent His only Son to be with you, to be one of you, to be one within you. Also, trust in me, the Son the Father has sent, for it is through me that you have seen the Father. It is through me that just as I am one with the Father and I am one with you that you will be one in us. It is through me that just as I am one with you that you will be one with each other and one with all people and with all creation. Yes, I am leaving you, but I am not abandoning you or leaving you alone to live by your own limited understandings and devices. Rather, I am going to prepare a dwelling place for you in my Father's home where there are many rooms, then I will come back to bring you to this dwelling place, so you all may be with me. Christ speaks these wonderful words of assurance and promise as the disciples struggle with their confusion and incomprehension and as the chaos of the violence, suffering, and injustice Christ will soon experience and the disciples will later experience is coming closer. Yet, as assuring, calming, and comforting these words are the disciples still do not get what Christ is doing and saying. In seminary, we often jokingly referred to the disciples as the twelve guys who just don't get it not because we do get it, but because we and they are in the same boat. The stormy sea of questions threatening to swamp them are the same questions threatening to swamp us. Their confusion and incomprehension are ours. We hear Christ's words of comfort and promise, but we still ask Jesus, yes, but what do you mean you're going to prepare a dwelling place for us? The answer for the disciples and for us is in the simple statement Christ has consistently said, I must go to Jerusalem to suffer, to die and to be lifted up on the third day. Christ prepares our dwelling place through His self-offering on the cross and in His resurrection. The cross is where Christ lifts off of our shoulders the burden of our guilt for the hurts we have caused other people, the burden of our sin of thinking we are self-created beings and acting in our own self-interest, the burden of our seemingly inherent imperfection Paul describes to the Romans as I do not do the good I want, but I do the very thing I hate, and the burden of our inability to trust God enough to live according to God's way, and our rejection of God and God's covenant of self-giving love. He lifts this burden off our shoulders, carrying it for us and willingly accepting the consequences of our burden which is death so we may be rescued from the oppression of our burden and delivered through the reality of Christ's resurrection to a new life of peace and abundance in God's presence. Christ, also, prepares our dwelling place through His self-offering on the cross and in His resurrection by revealing God's triumph over evil and all those who oppose God and God's intention for human beings and creation. On the cross and in the resurrection God's glory is revealed. A glory that is the triumph of life over death the triumph of the mutuality self-giving love of the all-inclusive community over self-interest, isolation, alienation, 
An exclusion. A glory giving rise to hope. A glory that is the very substance of hope. Hope freeing us to live right now in the peace and abundance of the kingdom of God because we know through Christ God is for us. With us, within us and cannot be defeated. Hope freeing us to respond to God's grace by giving ourselves, wholly and completely to God in Christ without fear of ridicule or persecution because we know through Christ God keeps all promises of presence, of healing, of justice, and peace. Hope freeing us to love and serve all people by delivering meals on wheels, visiting those who are imprisoned, tending the wounds of children wounded by violence and neglect, standing shoulder to shoulder with those who suffer injustice by not tolerating jokes that demean and gossip that destroys other persons, knowing as we do this for our neighbors, we are doing this for Christ. This hope frees us from the fear of death because we know that we may see through a glass darkly now, but soon we will see face to face because we are witnesses to Christ's resurrection and the fulfilled promise of life without end. This hope frees us from the fear of final judgment because we know God in Christ is our judge and we know what our judge has already done for us. We know through Christ that God does not hate and will the destruction of sinful people, but God loves them and wills their reconciliation and salvation because we have experienced the depth of God's steadfast love and mercy in Christ's self-offering on the cross and in His resurrection. This hope frees us to trust Christ has prepared a dwelling place in the gracious radiance of God's presence because Christ is the Word who was in the beginning. The Word who is with God. The Word who is God. The Word who brings life because in Him is life and life is the light of all people. The light calling all of us home the light coming again to bring us home.